Hey everyone and welcome to the Forbidden Fridays podcast. My name is Holly and I am your host. Each Friday I'm joined by a special guest to discuss taboo topics that shouldn't necessarily be taboo. This is a safe space to talk about awkward and uncomfortable things but the more we talk about them the easier our lives will be. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on and go follow our page over on Instagram at, at Forbidden Fridays podcast. Lots of love, angels, and stay safe. Hi, everyone. Today, I am joined by the founder of the amazing Instagram page, Girl Move Forward, Fatima Bold. And today, we are going to be talking about self-love, confidence, and well-being. So, hi, Fatima. Would you like to just tell us a bit about yourself, any hobbies, any passions, what you do, etc.? So yeah, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Fatima. I am the founder of Girl Move Forward. Um, I started the page mainly because I wanted to connect with other women and I wanted to empower other people. Um, I'm passionate about uh, women, all things women. Um, <laughs> I, in my spare time, I like to eat. It's one of my favorite things to do. I love cooking. <laughs> I love spending time with my loved ones too and meditating when I have time to do that too. And I think that's pretty much me. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. I love it. I can relate to you in a lot of those things. Love eating, love spending time. <laughs> um, so I'd just like to ask you a little bit about your Instagram page. So how did it actually start and tell us a bit about your journey? Because you've got quite a few followers now, haven't you? It's quite a well-loved page. So can you just tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so I started the page in July mm -hmm. uh, last year. So it was around, you know, lockdown and all of those things. Yeah. I've always had the idea of creating the page. It was something that I've always been wanting to do, but I've been pushing that to the side mainly because I was fearful of how people would um you know interact with the page was I good enough um was I able to maintain an Instagram page all of those things were um kind of behind um my my head but then um obviously with lockdown it gave me space to think about what I truly wanted and I didn't want uh, my life to end and I know it's so dramatic but I didn't want my life to end without me having tried to do something that I really enjoyed for, for other people. So I decided to just go for it and start the page and see if I could in inspire other women who like me may feel like they don't have uh, anybody to look up to, may feel like they are quite uninspired, mm -hmm. uh, may feel like they don't have the motivation to do certain things. Um, life can be very, very difficult. And I know exactly what it feels like to feel like you have no options, no hope, no nothing. Yeah. But then I also know um, what it feels like to be on the other side. So yeah. I wanted to inspire people who are maybe in the dark to know that there, there is a bright side. There is possibilities when you do take a step forward. Yeah. I love that and obviously you have inspired loads of people, definitely me. I, like I said before, I've been following your page for a while and I love it. It's just such a positive space. Can you give, if you had to give any advice to anyone who was thinking about starting something like that, what would you tell them? 
I think the main piece of advice that I can give to anybody is to just start. If you have that in your heart, if you have been thinking about it, just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's normal to feel nervous and it's normal to feel fearful that people may not like your page. Um, you may feel some sort of you know, pressure because it's social media. But if you have it in your heart to do something for other people, my advice is just do it. Don't overthink it because when you do it, you will feel great. You'll feel like um, you're doing something good and you're not going to regret it. What you may, uh, what may happen to you is if you don't do it, you will regret it. Mm -hmm. I regret not having, not have started this page a long time ago because I would have been in a completely different space. Yeah. But then at the same time, um, I'm glad that I did it. Yeah. Um, it has been such a fantastic journey. So just do it, guys. Don't overthink it, please. Yeah, that's definitely the advice that I would give as well. Like, especially starting this podcast, I started it last October. And I'd never really thought about doing anything like this before because I'm a first year university student at the minute. And when you're in like that sort of secondary school mentality, everyone knows what you're doing, everyone knows everything about you and will make fun of you for things but when I came to university I was like it's fresh start I can do what I want now if people judge me they judge me and that's fine so yeah definitely don't overthink it if you're thinking about starting anything no matter what it is podcast Instagram page YouTube channel any anything in the world like a new job literally go for it and just don't overthink it as long as it makes you happy then that's what matters yeah exactly um and can you just tell us a little bit about what your page offers to women out there if people don't follow it already can you tell us okay. so, um, go move forward uh has two how can i say this we have two lanes uh <laughs> that we focus on so personal development uh things like self-confidence self-love mm-hmm. um motivation And then the other stream is mostly focused on professional development. Mm -hmm. So things like career development, really, uh, education, should I change a job, should I not? And the main reason why Go Move Forward has those two streams is because that's really who I am as a person. So in my day job, I work as a mental health employment specialist. So career development is really a big, big part of my my life and uh, my job, but then personal development, well-being things like that that's also a big part of who I am too so I wanted to bring that to the forefront of go move forward so uh I've done uh obviously it's finished now um an employability program for women uh, only who who are who were struggling with finding employment um during lockdown um and it, it went really well so I may do another program like that but yes, I'm going to do workshops, more events, but things mainly around either professional development yeah. or personal development, really. Amazing. So it's just basically a page that helps you go up in life. <laughs> exactly. Take a step forward. Um, it could be in your career or move forward in your own personal life and have better relationships with other people, better relationships with yourself. Because uh, again, um, I've been there. So if I can share a few tips, if I can share a few things, then why not? Exactly. That's amazing. And how would you say it's helped with your personal or employability development? How would you say it's helped you specifically? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. I think that Go Move Forward made me realize that there were many 
uh, talents that I, I've had that I was not exploring anymore. So mm-hmm. things like my writing, because I write a lot on the page. I, I, I stopped writing for a long time. So then when I went back to the page and I, when I created the page, sorry, and then I started writing, it made me realize that, oh, actually I'm, I'm good at it. I I can do it. I can inspire other people through my writing too. So it made me realize that I still have it in me. And also English is not my first language. So Mm -hmm. it gave me an extra um, level of confidence also that I can perform really well in English in other areas, not only speaking, but also, also writing and, Mm -hmm. and yeah. And I guess managing, uh, having a full-time job, that is so demanding that is so um mentally um very very tiring as you can understand yeah Um, and having to manage an instagram page which is something that i didn't have not done before obviously i have a personal page but it's completely different when you have um you know it's 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 too much to think about you have to think about the posts that you're going to put on you have to make sure that you engage with people uh, respond to emails things like that so I, I guess it gave me a, a different level of, um, I guess, organization. I improved my organizational skills um, in a sense because I'm not the most organized person at all. <laughs> so it just made me um, better. Uh, it's something that I'm very proud of. I'm very proud of having a page like that. Sure. So I, I walk differently. I move differently because I know that I'm doing something positive, not only in my workplace, but also outside work, I'm doing something that is impacting other people. Um, so I'm very, very happy about that. To exactly, be honest. and you should be. It's an amazing thing to be proud of. I'm quite similar in the sense of starting a podcast and obviously running an Instagram page alongside that. It's very time consuming. A lot of people might think that an Instagram page is literally just posting every now and again. <laughs> Absolutely not. You have to make the post, you have to write the captions, you have to engage. There's so many different aspects to it. And yeah, it's just giving me like a new lease of life, as, as weird as that sounds, but it gives you more motivation. You're helping people. You feel like you have a duty, a responsibility, and it definitely has positively impacted me so so much and it's just broadened my like mindset in every single way possible to all of these important issues or like things that I talk about on here which is amazing so um obviously your page is a lot about personal development and I just wanted to talk a little bit more about that so a little bit about self-love and confidence and well-being and things like that so first what would you describe as self-love what would you say classes as self-love Ooh. I think yeah, it's such a good question once again <laughs> for, for me self-love is accepting yourself mm-hmm. accepting um, yourself exactly as you are so with the flaws with the things about you that you may not like with the areas in you that you think you still need to work on mm-hmm. selfless is accepting that this is who you are and this is the person that I will love no matter what, no matter what happens. This is my person. I am my person. I am my home and I accept my home exactly the way it is. Um, And I'm okay with being myself. I'm okay with making mistakes. I'm okay with being messy sometimes. I'm okay with not always having the answers. 
Mm-hmm. Um, for me, self-love is really acceptance. It's just, um, yeah, just accepting who yeah. you are and being, in being um, okay with falling in love with you over and over again. Yeah, I feel like I'm at a motivational speech here. I'm like, oh, inspired. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. I've seen a lot of things that a lot of people have said where self-love is kind of, everyone has different perspective on self-love obviously and a lot of people have said it's where you need to love every single aspect of yourself but that's so unrealistic no one's perfect there's gonna be I mean it'd be quite damaging I guess if you didn't think you like could improve on anything because you like everyone can go so far in life and can improve on things and whether it's like their job or motivational academically or anything like that there's always goals that you can reach um but yeah I definitely agree with you just accepting who you are accepting that you have flaws accepting that you have strengths um and definitely appreciating them 100% I'd agree with you would you say you faced any physical or emotional barriers to self-love so far plenty in my lifetime <laughs> plenty plenty and that is mainly why I speak so much about it Mm-hmm. I speak about it because I experienced it and I still experience that I am not perfect in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up, I was definitely the ugly duckling. I was the ugly girl in the room. People used to make fun of me growing up because, you know, I wore glasses and my voice was always like this very um strong very like manly like people would say and uh they didn't understand or they didn't they weren't able to see my beauty mm-hmm. um you know when you're a child you what's different to you 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 tend to um make fun of it instead of try to understand it yeah. but now that i now that i'm older i can understand that but when i was younger I felt like I'm, I must be the ugliest person in this school. If everyone is saying that I'm ugly, then it must be a fact that I'm ugly. Yeah. So then uh, eventually I decided that, okay, if everyone says that I'm ugly, then that's fine. I'm ugly. Um, so I'm going to make sure that I, when I walk in the room, people will listen to me. When I walk in the room, people will be able to see my beauty and experience my beauty. Um, And it was something that I I worked on since I was like 12. It was a big thing for me to be confident, to be um, more than just my physical appearance. I I wanted people to genuinely um, feel my beauty. I didn't want people to just be able to see it if that makes any sense so I wanted people to experience um everything else about me so I made sure that I would be the most intelligent in the room the you know the flyest I'll make sure that I you know dress nicely things like that and because I've worked so much on my inner beauty eventually eventually I I just learned to accept that the most important um, thing that mattered to me was my inner beauty. So I wasn't necessarily interested anymore in how of how people would perceive me. Um, it's not something that I care about 
uh, for example, nowadays I'm 32. Best believe I don't really care about how people look at me. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have any influence in my life anymore. But that's because I worked in so many other areas of my life that I'm confident in other areas of my life. I know that when I speak, people will listen. I know that I can dress well. I know that I'm intelligent because I read books and I not only book smart, but I'm also street smart. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I'm, I'm confident in being myself. I'm okay with my flaws. I'm okay with having a big nose. I'm okay with having a big forehead. I'm okay with having gappy teeth. I'm okay with having a strong voice because at the end of the day, this is me and I cannot change who I am. I can only learn to make this the best experience for myself because this is my body and it's not gonna change. Yeah. This is where I'm going to be until I, I die, really. Mm -hmm. When I leave Earth, I'm going to live with this body. So I better learn to appreciate it. Exactly. No matter what people say about it, I don't care. Exactly. It doesn't matter if my breasts are saggy. It doesn't matter if I have scratch marks. It doesn't matter if my skin is dry. It doesn't matter if I have strawberry legs. It doesn't matter if I have subarachnoid dermatitis. I could be here listing all of the issues and things that I have. Um, but the, all of those things are part of me. And I could not be more happy that this is who I am. This is who I came to be. Uh, but it is a journey to get here. It's not a straight line. A hundred percent. I don't know anyone who's not been on some sort of physical, emotional, spiritual journey with themselves. Even like when I was younger, which was not that long ago, <laughs> like, even the people closest to you will say things that make you like question your self-worth and doubt yourself a lot. I used to get told a lot that I was a lot more practical, that I'd be a better worker rather than academically. Now I'm at a university doing a law degree. I got really good A-levels. I feel like things like that just motivate you to do better in life. So I thank those people that said bad things about me because this is where I am now. And I, I feel great about it. So, and it, it shapes you to be the person you are. It shapes you to be this amazing, beautiful person with like, I say flaws, but flaws don't realistically, they don't exist. They, they aren't a bad thing. They make you you. You might mm -hmm. see them negatively, but they definitely make you unique and make you who you are. Um, exactly, so that's amazing. I think that from what you just said and from what I said also, I think what we can pick up from uh, both our journeys is that um, no matter what people say to you, you can use that as fuel to move forward, really. You use that as fuel to do the things that people tell you that you cannot do. I'm going to show you that I can do those things. I'm going to show the world that I'm not here to play around. I'm going to show the world that I'm going to take space. I'm going to show the world that I'm okay being myself. I'm going to show the world that I'm beautiful and I know it. I'm going to show the world that I have confidence. I'm going to show the world what self-love looks like. Yeah. Um, so the more people told me you cannot do this or you would like this or you're like that I was like that's fine that is fine that is okay but you will know you will regret this one day basically yeah all of those bullies I'm sure they're regretting it right now anybody that bullied me they must be thinking wow I don't you know I don't know what I was thinking yeah exactly like she's living life right now she's amazing she looks good she's succeeding like exactly exactly and I feel like lockdown I know it was really difficult on a lot of people it was, I don't think anyone didn't find it 
not difficult but I feel like it gave me a lot of space and a lot of time to actually get to know myself and actually um learn what's best for me learn how to work learn how to love learn how to act with other people do you know what I mean learn how to maintain relationships and that I think like no matter how negative the experience the comments the people are you always come out better on the other end like I promise you always come out stronger on the other end and that's such a good thing isn't it yes absolutely exactly um so how do you actually practice self-love what things can you recommend what do you do I like a bit of yoga a little, a little bit of time to myself but also spending time with loved ones what what would you do so for me and I'm talking mainly about me those are things that the things that really help me yeah. uh number one is boundaries yeah. so being able to stick to my boundaries because if I genuinely love myself I have to be able to say no to you know, do things for other people, uh, because I tend to extend myself quite a bit. I'm a very caring person. I truly believe that I exist for other people, yeah. which is very bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of that, um, because I love myself, I have to be able to say no to people. Yeah, I have to be able to take time for myself. And self-love for me is taking breaks. Self-love for me is stillness. Mm-hmm. Self-love for me is dancing, being free. Yeah. Self-love for me is when I have negative thoughts, which can happen quite a lot, yeah. is speaking to me in a way that is kind, speaking to me in a way that is respectful. So when I say to myself or when I think to myself, oh, there's no way I can do this. I say to myself, well, you've done more difficult things before you've done things that you didn't think you were able to do and you were successful so what makes you think that you cannot do this this time so self-love for me is really speaking to me in a way that is loving speaking to me in a way that um that is inspiring because there wouldn't be any point of me inspiring other people if i'm not inspiring myself when i have those and helpful thoughts so my self-love is really active in that sense because I'm constantly battling with the helpful thoughts that I have and then that that uplifting voice that I'm constantly trying to have constantly thinking no no don't think like that you've done other things there is no way you cannot you cannot achieve certain things um so yeah self-love for me is not only you know, physically pampering yourself and, you know, self-care and stuff like that is doing what I genuinely love to do. As I said, like dancing, like writing, meditating when I have the time, Mm -hmm. being around my family, eating whatever it is that I want to eat without feeling guilty. Do you know what I mean? Is, is if I want to spend a whole day watching Netflix, doing that without feeling guilt, without having to push myself to be the hustler and know exactly what I'm doing and having everything planned out. Just existing for me is, is, is what I love. I love just being free and not having schedules and, you know, I have to do this, I have to do that. No, self-love is just, I don't know, freedom for me, you know? 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I was just about to say as well, a lot of people would describe self-love or self-care as a typical taking a bath, having a bath, but like no putting on a face mask. I think it's a lot deeper than that. It's a lot more self-rooted. It's a lot more mental than just physical things such as a bath. I mean, they're definitely forms of self-care and self-love. I feel like it's a lot deeper than that. It's it's doing things really, really for yourself, taking that time out, like you said. I can definitely relate to you in the sense of, I just want to please everyone else. I want to make everyone happy, but you need to really learn how to put yourself first. And mm-hmm. um, that's so important in life over like work, over um, education, over everything. Obviously they're all very important things, but you've just got to learn to put yourself first. And then I guess that's really what self-love is. Um, and that's how you practice self-love completely agree amazing um so I've struggled a lot with confidence really in the past starting this podcast has 100% helped me I would literally refuse to talk to strangers ever um now I've got like a stranger on every single podcast of this season so I think it's improved a little bit um so I'm one of those people who are very comfortable with like just the people they know and I'm quite an awkward person sometimes, but I've definitely improved. Um, So how would you suggest for people to get out of their comfort zones and become a confident, strong, independent woman? What is your advice? Very, another very good question. (laughs) If I think about the things that I did, so when I think about when I was comfortable, Mm -hmm. um, when I was comfortable, not doing the things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy when I was during those those moments. I wasn't happy being in that comfort though because I wanted things, but I was not going for those things because of the fear. Yeah. But I would prefer to be sitting down in the comfort even though I wasn't happy because my fear was so powerful. Yeah. But again, because I know exactly what it feels like. The first thing I would say, which was exactly what I said to myself is, mm-hmm. is this how you want your life to be in five years time? Yeah. Is this who you want to be in two years? Mm-hmm. Is this who you want to be next year? Do you want to be sitting in this exact space? Because yeah. if you don't, you need to take one step. Mm-hmm. One step. Then I said, okay what's one step that I can take right now? What's one simple step that I can take right now? It could be a small thing. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Exactly, exactly. For example, in my case, let's think about Girl Move Forward. It's something that I've been thinking about and writing about for years. Mm -hmm. If you look at my journals, it was there. So then I was like, okay, the first thing you need need to do, start the page, Mm -hmm. start the page. Start the page. You don't need to have content. You don't need to have anything. Start the page. So that's the first thing I did. So I started the page, I think May, end of May last year. It was there. It's just there. Exactly. Was like, it was just like there, existing. Small step. It doesn't have to be a big one, as I said. Yeah. Small step. Okay. So then what's the next thing you can do? Okay. Figure out what would be your first post. And then slowly you build from there. It does not have to be a big step. If, for example, you know you want to change your job, your first small step could be 
having a look at your CV. Yeah. Is there something, is, is there something missing? Is there something I can add? Should I change my CV? Should I adapt my C, to my CV? If you're not sure what course you should do in university, instead of sitting down in that fear, maybe I shouldn't do anything because I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. Go and find out what options are out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can look at apprenticeships. Maybe you can look at internship, maybe doing an internship. Maybe you can look at volunteering. You can start by doing simple research. Mm-hmm. So this idea is that we have to take big steps. That's where really the fear comes from. Yeah. Because we think, oh, I was thinking about, oh, the page. I was thinking about 100 followers. And I was thinking about all of these things. No, start small. Yeah, definitely. Start by just doing it one step it could be a small step it could be just getting up it could be just washing your face it could be just taking a shower mm-hmm. it could be just going outside yeah but don't sit still because in 5 years time you will regret it mm-hmm. in 2 years time you will regret it life is so short we do not know if we're going to live if i don't know if i'm going to be here in 5 years i hope i will but what i don't want is to die in regret. So when I die, if I die in two years, best believe I'm going to die happy. Yeah. Because I know I did the best that I could every single day that I was here. Yeah. That's I'm not going to die in regret. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I cut you. <laughs> it's all right. I was just going to say that is so true. I never thought of it in the sense of look at yourself in five years. Like you would have regretted not going to that. Um, meeting you would have regretted not starting the page soon and not starting a podcast not starting a channel not starting any job definitely just do it and then you'll be happy um what advice you gave was absolutely amazing I did that without even knowing like when I started a podcast I literally just was like right okay I'm recording an episode tomorrow I'll just record it don't have to put it anywhere I'll just record it yeah one small exactly one small step Instead of worrying, oh my God, what should be my script? What should be my name? What should be, I don't know. We worry about so many things. Should I register the business? Should I try and get one client instead? See if you can sell to one person. Focus on the product. Focus on yourself. Think about what is one thing that I would be comfortable doing right now? What would be the easiest thing for me to do right now? And then do that. And then the more you do it, the more your confidence grows we're constantly asking people oh how can i improve my confidence how can i you will improve your confidence once you are out of your comfort zone you are not confident because you are comfortable yeah exactly. that's why you are not confident because you are comfortable i've been uncomfortable so many times that i do not care i do not worry about things being uncomfortable anymore and that's where my confidence comes from it comes from knowing that i can handle anything it comes from knowing that I am a fantastic person because I've experienced loss. I've experienced struggle. I've experienced difficulty. Mm-hmm. I've experienced bullying. I've experienced so many things mm-hmm. that could be seen as negative, but that uncomfortable space, it only brought me good things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So my greatest advice to anybody that wants to improve their confidence is to get out of their comfort zone bit by bit slow and steady don't think big don't think big steps what is the easiest thing that i can do today exactly something simple 
And the more you put yourself out there, the more challenges you face, the more things you do, it will 100% benefit you in the future, even if it doesn't feel like it. Everything will become easier. Every struggle will become easier. When I reached out to my first guest for this podcast, I overthought it so much. And now I'm literally like, send an email and I don't even think about it five minutes before it's time to film. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Do you know what I mean? Like the easier, yeah. more you do it, the easier it will be for you and the like less struggles you'll have in the future so like you said one small step at a time and it'll it'll be okay (laughs) yes um do you practice any sort of self-confidence other than just putting yourself out there what would you do with that or what have you done that has made yourself more confident so i always say this to people Mm -hmm. that just because i preach about confidence it does not mean that i am 100% 100% confidence, uh, confident every day. There are days yeah. that I'm not confident. There yeah. are days that I question myself and I worry about things yeah. uh, and I worry about what I look. Yeah. What I do, or what I tend to do is to, for example, if I'm not confident about how I look, for example, yeah. I tried to have fun with my look. Yeah. I tried to have fun with my hair. I tried to have fun with my makeup. I tried to have fun with my clothes. I always like to experiment with my style and do different things. And you know what I mean? Like, for example, at work, I have a particular style, but then out of work, I'm completely different when it comes to my look. And I like that. I like that. I know that in the workplace, I want to be perceived as more professional. I want to be perceived as, you know, more serious, if that makes sense. Outside work, I want to be bold. I want to wear colors. I want, because that's who I am inside right and I want to let that show so when I'm not confident about the way I look I just revamp it I go I revamp it I get some new I do some new braids get new hairstyle I do whatever it makes me comfortable in that particular time so I have fun I search for I search for what makes me happy in that particular moment that's pretty much what I do when it comes to maybe lacking confidence in other areas um I just tend to try to go with the flow and remember why I'm doing it in the first place. Remember why I am here in the first place. So even though when I speak, there is a voice in my head that says, "Mm, you sound funny. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not making any sense. I know that what I'm saying will make sense to somebody. So I'm going to keep saying it. It will help at least one person. So I'm going to keep saying it. Mm-hmm. The young me, the young me would be proud of me. She'll be proud of me. And that's what matters to me. Exactly. Every time I doubt myself, I just think about where I was before and the things that I wanted for me. And when I think about where I was before and where I am right now, there's no way I couldn't be happy and there's no way I couldn't be confident in who I am. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yeah, what helps me is really, it's a constant challenge though. Yeah, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say, oh, it's easy. And here are the tips. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's not easy, but you need to know what works for you. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to learn more about you yeah. and spending time with yourself. So if you obviously now with lockdown, we have a bit more time to, to do that. Sit with yourself and figure out what makes you confident, what makes you shine brighter is it 
I don't know, do you need to maybe change your style a bit more? Do you need to uh, wear clothes that make you feel more comfortable or, comfortable or confident? Um, do you need to maybe think about where you were a child? What activities did you like to do? Yeah. That would make you feel super powerful. So for me, things like writing made me feel like a superwoman. Things like dancing made me feel like I could flow and I could fly. Yeah. So reconnecting with certain things can help you also help you with your with your confidence. Yeah, I feel like like self-love and confidence can be interlinked a lot. All these different things can be interlinked. Like the more you love yourself, the more you get to know yourself, the more confident you are going to be because like you're not going to be worrying about your appearance or like when you go out you're not going to be unconfident about what you look like how you're acting or things like that if you accept yourself so they definitely do interlink and like you said it's there's no goal really it's a journey it's a process it doesn't just happen you're not just a confident person all of a sudden everyone has their on and off days there'll be days where I'm just feeling like nothing can come at me and I can't deal with it there'll be days where one tiny thing will happen and I feel like everything's over so it's definitely a journey it's definitely a process and it does go up and down quite a lot but um the more you love yourself the more you put yourself out there the better your life's gonna be and just have fun like you said like if you weren't confident about your appearance your um what you're saying like try to be funny have fun like just don't take it too seriously I guess that's definitely a big thing yeah 100% so usually self-love and well-being come under the same category what would you say is the difference between self-love and your well-being hmm. okay so for me personally well-being and self-love are quite different yeah so self-loving again comes from accepting yourself your flaws all of the good and bad things that exist within you and learning to have a better relationship with yourself working on having a better relationship with yourself learning to have a better relationship with failure and um, learning to also appreciate the little things the small wins things like that whereas well-being has a lot to do with, for me personally, your mind, your goals, your physical um, also. Yeah. Um, so it's also about um, taking care of, um, how can I explain that in a way that makes sense? It's quite it's all, thing, yeah. Yeah, it's also about, yeah, taking care of all the other areas of you, yeah? So with self-love, obviously we are, caring about um the things about us that we have to learn to love i guess Mm -hmm. but with well-being you are really focusing on your physical uh well-being your mental well-being your psychological well-being and all of those are different layers yeah yeah making sure that you make space for breathing making sure that you make space for eating healthier foods, making sure that you make space for the things that make you feel joyful and make you feel energized, Mm -hmm. things like that. So that's that's a bit different because I can love myself, but not necessarily have the best physical well-being. Do you know what I mean? I can love myself, but not necessarily be the best 
when it comes to my physical physical well-being physical care yeah. for example yeah exactly and I recently saw a NHS campaign which was quite interesting and it was about starting the conversation about well-being is this something that you think we need to do do we need to talk about well-being confidence self-love a bit more do we need to start some sort of conversation or do you feel like it's quite widely spoken about already personally I don't feel like we talk about it enough yeah so yes in social media, we see more and more women coming forward and talking about self-love and talking about confidence and talking about well-being. But at the same time, I feel like we constantly talk about the same sort of topics. So when we talk about well-being, we tend to talk about self-care. Yeah. We tend to think about talk about the masks, mm-hmm. the bots, yeah. the oil. Yeah. meditation the affirmations yeah. but we need to remember that well-being does not look the same to for everybody no. being well does not look the same for everyone yeah so well-being is different for example for people with physical disabilities or people with mental disabilities yeah so how do we make sure that we are talking about these things considering everybody Mm-hmm, definitely considering every single person mm-hmm. because well-being does not look the same for everyone exactly i may like to dance some people don't want to dance well <laughs> some people want to do something else exactly i may i may have anxiety and because of that i have to do activities that help me with my anxiety that help me manage that anxiety someone else may have schizophrenia and mm-hmm. they have to do activities to help with that someone else may be in a wheelchair and do activities around that Mm -hmm. so we need to have more conversations about that we don't talk enough about about that we don't I completely agree with you as well like and like you said we kind of talk about the typical self-care self-love face masks baths basic on a very basic level and we don't talk about it deeply enough and like you said as well we don't talk about it regarding every single person and I saw like I think it was a tweet or something saying that this girl struggled from depression and she struggled to brush her teeth every day for a month and someone replied and was like what the hell this is so disgusting and then someone else was like this is someone's illness that you're judging like she couldn't help that and why accept certain illnesses and certain parts of that and not others we need to really look at the whole picture and look at and appreciate and help people and talk about well-being considering every single person like disabled wheelchair like mentally not well um every sort of aspect in life definitely exactly because again well-being as the name said being well looks different to everybody exactly what is being well to me what is being well to you what is being well to your parents or my mom or whatever your cousin your friends everybody is different your idea of wellness is different it's not always going to be pretty and rosy and spas and and traveling and because a, a lot of the times if you think let's think about people for example who are poor when i didn't have any money how was i managing my wellness then how was i managing my well-being how was I taking care of my psychological well-being then if I didn't have any money, if I wasn't able to afford certain things? Mm-hmm. How do you manage that exactly. if you can't even buy your face mask? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. it's important that we talk about all of these layers that exist within well-being because it's not only one thing. 
Exactly, 100%. I completely agree. I feel like that's quite a good way to end the podcast. Um, Basically, we need to talk about all of this more and not just in the censored version, not just in the pretty version, like you said. We need to start a conversation and that's what I'm trying to do with this episode. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, Everyone can go check out Fatima on at Girl Move Forward yeah and um, she has loads of links in her bio and things and it's an amazing page so I completely recommend following um I enjoy every single post and it's really motivating and I honestly feel like this episode has been like a TED talk (laughs) it's been so like motivated and inspiring and not gonna lie I was feeling like a sack of crap before this I was like oh I have to film a podcast and I'm not feeling great but this has honestly boosted my mood so much so I hope everyone who's listening are feeling better and inspired and motivated after this podcast because that's what I'm kind of hoping for so thank you so much for joining me I'm going to stop recording now um is there anything else you want to say oh I just wanted to say thank you really for having me and to everyone that's listening make sure that you can keep tuning in and do not feel fearful of anything you're doing the right thing just live your life have fun and have no regrets love it thank you so much